Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Damn Parenting, your English-speaking parenting podcast from Amsterdam. And welcome back to the Damn Chats. It's Monday. And also, welcome back, Eva. Hello. Your voice is back. So we wanted to do a little catch-up from last week's, oh, I don't even know when this is coming out. Well, the episode where we and I was flying solo with Elizabeth talking about books and book recommendations and how to get your little ones to read or how to get yourself to read with your little ones. And as I did not have the pleasure to do a little outro chat with Eva that day, I thought, let's catch it up on a damn chats episode, chat a little bit uh, about the episode and see what other topics might pop up today. So when you listened to the episode, Eva, what was your takeaway or what were your thoughts on it? Mm -hmm. I was really happy, first of all, that we actually got to do it with Elizabeth because I find books are quite daunting. And the reason I really wanted to do this episode is because I follow a lot of Instagram accounts who are book related for children. And I bought a lot of books. And my husband is turning around going, that's not for a two-year-old, that's for a five-year-old. And I'm like, mm. oh. So I've had to take out a lot of books out of our library and put it away for the next few years because I didn't understand what our child needed. Mm. And so mm -hmm, listening, mm -hmm. I was like, oh, thank God. Like Now we're kind of getting under understanding this element. And she was like, when she was explaining about the different age groups and, you know, even about like picture books, the intention is not for the child to read it. It's actually for the parent. Like I was like, oh, yeah, that's great. And then some of the books are like, you can use this, but you can also keep it for when they're six or seven for them to read. And I was like, this is everything. I was really happy about it. I've actually bought one of the books she mentioned. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, okay, I'm going to get that one. It, it, I was, yeah, I was really happy. And you sounded quite as well interested. Like there was certain peaks in your voice that I was like, ooh, she's learning something. Yeah, I was like, the main takeaway also for me was the whole how much of an impact it made and that it really does make a difference. And I looked up this study of the one million word gap and I was like, oh, wow. So I got so much more patient and so much more calm when my child is pulling out the six, seven, eighth book or reading this for the third, fourth time. I'm like, yes, let's fill up that word gap. Yes, we're doing a good thing. This is helping. This is beneficial. So that was the main thing where I was like, okay, yes, I can see the benefits now and I can really encourage them. And also... Funny enough, when she mentioned a couple of the authors and books, and while I was editing, I was like, wait a minute, why does this name sound so familiar? And turns out I have a bunch of these authors' books already just translated into German. So I didn't make the connection with the with the English. And then I thought, yes, those books are funny. There are these little jokes in them. And now when I read through the books, I can see these little the, the humor that she mentioned um that's coming in into the picture books. I could really see that and take another look on a book and really see, okay, why do I like this book? Why does it speak to me? And one thing that I started I already did pay attention to it, but now even more so to the diversity topic. I really look at the pictures now and like, okay, who's pictured there? Like, who do I see? Do I see disabilities? Do I see people from different countries? Do I see different skin tones? What do I see in the picture? And that has really yeah, shaped my view on the books that we have, but also on the books that we will 
get from the library going forward. Yeah, I I remember, I don't know when it was. I swear, I, I think since I gave birth, like my brain just shuts down. I do retain information. It's just I have no clue where I get it from usually. Books are uh, windows or mirrors. And the whole thing mm -hmm. is the mirror is when we see exactly our life in that book and the window is when we're exploring yeah. into a world. And so that's the one thing like I'm constantly thinking like, okay, you know, we choose the that's books. And it's yeah, I really, I've always kept that in my head, but it is also difficult when you're in the library, for example, and you're, you're shuffling through or whatever. It's like, okay, so this one's a mirror this one's a window like you know what's the ratio like what's the reality of this mm. um elizabeth's point actually when she spoke about the 10 little fingers 10 little toes book and she said you know that's not like everyone doesn't have that kind of a thing it was like yeah it, it's true and i did actually do a little research because um we have actually friends of ours who as a child with disabilities and i was always kind of like well how do we do this you know do you educate the child in front of the introduction or like how do you do this mm -hmm. and the way i read about it was someone said you actually wait until they meet the person and then you can explain it thereafter because they need a visual connection yeah. to then go with yeah. the book so don't force it ahead of time yeah so that's been quite like oh okay you know that that makes that makes good sense again therefore removing books from my library <laughs> to mm. another time I really think I need to hire Elizabeth to come in and just look at our books because I'm, I don't know, like, I don't know if I'm really hitting all the different angles she was talking about. I didn't know there was breakdowns of like contexts and shapes and images and, you know, all this kind of stuff. So yeah. um, I think it'd be really interesting to do a class with her, like when you have a baby or before you have a baby, for her to sit down and show you examples of different books going, this is for this age group. This is, you know, these are examples. And yeah, as you she said, just like... to start this curated box stuff. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> One thing that I, that I also noticed then, and I still haven't gotten to it, but it's on my to-do list when she said, when I asked the questions of how many books should there be displayed, how much should there be out there and then she said whatever it was five six or a max of ten and then mm -hmm. i look at my little cart which has i don't know 30 books in it and then it's also not presented in a way where anyone can see anything it's like this little it looks like a big giant it's like a rolling thing with pockets in it and you just push it in but you can't really see anything in it and then i thought ah yeah, I really need to address this, make it so the covers are out, put 10 books out, do the rotation and really like curate this whole thing a little more. What she said, is it going to be by theme? Is it going to be by season? Is there, okay, like, okay. Holiday? But give yourself a break, though. Like we are yeah. like we are mothers. But I try to do the theme and then yeah. I'm like, oh, hell no, I can't do it this week. But one thing when she was talking about that presentation of books. So, yeah, yeah we do like 10 books on our shelf mm. and we've got those billy ikea shelves yeah but we can't present it out so we have it like a library would but yeah. my daughter can tell which book is which because we were like oh well we get this book out and she flipped through the sides and grabbed the correct book out now oh, wow. okay. she's, she's conditioned well yeah exactly like she is three <laughs> over three at this stage so yeah. this isn't going to be appropriate obviously for a one-year-old yeah. or younger or even 18 months maybe even two years so i think that's great but i do think like when they get older maybe as you say they're conditioned to Go look for this book. Yeah. So that was really cool where this is on my to-do list for the next couple of weeks to really go through and then 
reduce the choice because it's just too much and it's just a, such a pity because we do go buy a lot of books when we go to waterstones and then they just end up lying somewhere or not even being addressed for weeks because i know why now because they're not visible they're not out there they're not it's too much and that was the learning for me this really it's not always about the quantity and what does a three-year-old need 30 books at display at once nobody needs this so as <laughs> this is my this is my big goal for the next couple of weeks make sure that i really utilize what i have and make it accessible also that was a big learning for me one of the other things i have to say is my husband actually went out so he's dutch and he bought a yip and yannicka but it's like a really big book it's loads and loads of stories one page is the story the other page is the image that's how it was so there's probably like a hundred pages like there's a hundred stories in it so that's a book in the shelf and i'm like well that's not one book that's like a hundred books like at this stage but it's mm. kind of like oh yeah that's actually good to know because she becomes aware then that you don't read this entire book you only read these pages this yeah. is the story i wasn't aware she'd be able to grasp that yet but she amazingly has and after listening to the episode by the way i was putting some books away and i immediately like in my hand was the mo williams book we have and i was like oh yeah now i realize that name as well <laughs> or the ibram khan like and i'm like oh yeah we have that book too i really enjoy that but i really think we need more from elizabeth we're gonna have to get her back on we're gonna have to run classes with her we're gonna have to hire her into our homes to really help us understand the library and i think the earlier you do that with her is going to be like the best option i mean i really would have really done well with it had I done this like when my child was very young. So mm. instead of buying, as you say, all these books, you know, that we're kind of like, well, hence the Obeya at the library is a, an amazing place. Now, not every local Obeya is going to be great. Uh, they don't have a lot of the multiple languages that we all speak. The Central has a great giant wall yeah. with multiple yeah. languages and it's really great and accessible. They are renewing books as well. Many times I've taken a book out and there's been a page rip or whatever and I just bring it up to the person and say, hey, this is ripped. They're like, thank you very much. They're ordering books in, I think, every month probably for different languages. So it's always nice to see that. I really enjoyed it. So thank you for taking the right on that episode. I was happy to be able to just sit back and listen. One thing that also happened, and that was also the question that I had with, I'm not a native Dutch speaker. Is it going to do harm to speak my weird Dutch and read my weird Dutch? But I have noticed now that we went to the, the library and really got a bunch of Dutch books, the more I read, the, the better I get. So that was really nice for me and really has shed a little bit of the fear and like anxiety that I had around oh am I gonna be like able to read this book and but I am and the more I do it the more it the, the better it gets so maybe also a little encouragement for anyone out there who felt the same way that I felt don't hesitate it gets better the more you read it the more you will flow into the the language so that was really nice for me to notice that not am I just reading a book but I'm also practicing I'm also learning and that has helped me a lot so win-win on the flip side, this was something you, you discussed. You and your flip side. Me and my flip sides. <laughs> but on the flip side, you guys did discuss about like, oh, by taking out the Dutch books. What I do, now I can read some Dutch. I'm not, you know, at this level, I can read it. I understand it. But what I do is I use mama words and I just look at pictures and I make up my own goddamn story. And I that's how I do it. So my daughter has one book and has two different stories coming out of it if Papa's reading it or Mama's reading it. So nice. there's always that option to do. That's and she good, she's yeah. very well aware of the fact that like neither of our stories are the same. But it's just <laughs> still the one book. And then wait for her realization whenever she can then read it herself. It's like 
So this is like a totally different book that neither yours or yours is what's in it. There's actually, there's a really sweet story where about my daughter was just over two years old and we had theme books. So I have obviously for Christmas, I have certain books and uh, there's this one book. And as you say, it's repetition. Like we would read it probably every night for the entire month of December for Christmas. One of the nights my husband was putting her to bed. I was in the room doing something and he was reading the book. <laughs> He's going to kill me for saying this story. He was reading it. And the thing was, it's in English and there were certain words that are, it's an old book and there's certain mm. words he would not know. And so one of it was Eider, which is like duck feathers. Mm -hmm. So duck down kind of thing. But he didn't read it properly because it was low light. So he said, oh, I will li lay the crib with cider. Now, cider is an alcoholic drink. And my <laughs> daughter nice. <laughs> my daughter looked at him, looked at me and says, mama, papa can eat laser, which basically reads, <laughs> says mama can't read. And from then on, that became this whole thing that like she knows papa can't read the same book as mama, I think Aww. so. Oh, I love that. That's funny. So yeah, we hope you really enjoyed the Elizabeth episode. We got some great feedback from a lot of different people. Actually, I was really surprised to hear from so many different people out there. So we really hope you enjoy the episode. If you want to hear more from Elizabeth, if there's something specific you want to hear about from her, do drop us a line, hit us up on Instagram. You can always, we have Spotify. At the end of the Spotify, there's always questions that you can also answer or you could put in questions yourself. But yeah, I, I have a kind of voice. I'm mm. going to leave this part now to Marin as always. So the advertisement part is coming in. Um, You know how to support us every Wednesday. We drop an expert episode every other Monday. You can hear us chatting it away on the damn chat. If you want to support us, make sure you like, subscribe and share episodes. Click the bell on or activate the bell on your podcast player, Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from. We are also on YouTube and you can hit us up on Instagram. But yeah, the most important thing is that you bring us into the conversation. So if you ever see a question popping up where we have an expert episode already out, please make sure to refer to this episode and just spread the word that we're doing this podcast. So that would help us tremendously. That I'm going to wrap it up and we will hear you on the next episode. Until then, bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.